Uh, okay. So we're back. <laughs> Here we are. We're back. Um, okay. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. We're not better than ever. We're not better than ever yet. We're actually really struggling. <laughs> but it's okay. But we're struggling for good reasons. Okay. Yes. We have new improved microphones that we cannot use yet because right. they're sitting in well, my apartment currently both of them. yeah they're sitting in victoria's apartment and it wouldn't make sense for victoria to be using a nice ass fucking microphone and me not it wouldn't i'm using my right. Beat studio headphones that i just recently purchased and i hope yes. i sound okay through them yes and i'm still using my busted iphone headphones um like yeah. when i say busted Honestly, actually but like I could get electrocuted at any moment honestly um ma'am <laughs> yeah there's tape on them the wires are out it's a struggle uh if anyone wants to send me new just kidding I have new headphones don't send me anything really? so I mean within the next few weeks we'll be using our our new microphone I'm, I'm not even gonna lie I'm not even gonna hold y'all it's my fault I should be in Chicago right now, but I got a gig and I'm in, uh, I'm in, I'm in Los Angeles, California. Okay. I am in Los Angeles, California, and I am working on The Bachelorette. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I'm currently filming. Actually, I am the replacement for Michelle because Michelle didn't want to leave her students at all. So they're not filming her season. I am filming the next season of The Bachelorette. That's what exactly. Yeah, happening right now. No, um, I got a gig. And so quite literally the day I got to Chicago, I had to leave Chicago. So instead of Victoria and I recording in the same place at the same time, like we planned, we are thousands we are of miles now apart. Once again, on a time difference, an even greater time difference than we were when we recorded the first season, because we were Girl, one hour apart. No, because we were one hour apart and you were back in New York. What time is it there now? I am two hours ahead of California. But in New York. So it's like 10.52 over there? It's late. I'm tired. I'm very tired. My goodness. I'm so sleepy and it's nine o'clock. I'm a grandma. I'm going to go to sleep right now. How are you awake? I could be asleep. I I want to be, but I'm here for the people. <laughs> We're here for you, okay? Black yeah, Chat. Listen, family. y'all better like this episode because I'm staying up late for y'all. Yeah, okay? we we is working, we is working hard out yeah. here in the fields for you to well, get, get okay, these well, reviews of these these here cast yeah, bios. Right, get these cast bios. Exactly that. We're so that's what we're about yeah. to do. Um, but I guess before that, we wanted to. Hi, I'm. I'm Vic. <laughs> wow, I guess we should introduce ourselves. Know, we we just probably have new listeners, new homies. Yes. Welcome to the family. Yes, yes. like she said, that is Vic. My name is Mai, and mm-hmm. we are the Black Chillerettes. Once again, yes. I'll say that one more time for you hoes. You might not be a hoe. I'm sorry if I put that on you. Um, the Black Chillerettes. Vic yeah. and Mai, we're here, we're back. We took a couple months off because honestly, things got a little crazy. Things got a little wild. Um, 
and I'm going to be completely transparent, white folks got out of hand, especially particularly in my DMs with the death threats and the nigger bitches. Um, It was it was a lot. And so we needed to take some time off to decide if this was something we really wanted to do. Yeah, it got pretty wild pretty quickly. Honestly, shout out to any of the pods, any of the hosts that were able to maintain something in this off season because child we didn't even finish out the season to be honest we left we did it high yeah. and dry <laughs> we did said, you see you know, the finale of Matt James's season because I just, I'm just saying, I didn't we I never didn't. we never gave y'all any content past maybe I don't know but like I got 10 minutes into episode. the finale and I was in Mexico and I was just like I can't I can't do it. I just, too many people were in my DMs asking me to die. And I was just like, I can't do this. Right. So if you're back with us, we appreciate you. And we thank you for sticking it out with us because it was rough for, um, for a while. Um, yeah. But like my said, we are back and we are hoping to be better than ever soon. Right now, we just have the back part. The better than ever is coming. <laughs> And um, to be transparent with y'all, you know, we have been semi-active in the last mm-hmm. few months, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, there have been quite a few things that have gone down in the last few months that we had to kind of touch on, just mm-hmm. because in our spirits, we couldn't imagine not acknowledging them, right? right. We had, you know, be what what had already been mounting but the the mounting violence against aapi communities so we definitely came in for stop asian hate we definitely came in to set boundaries and and send out affirmations we definitely came in to honor the the death and the anniversary of the murder of brianna taylor as well as the international transgender visibility day we came in when dante wright was violently murdered uh, we came in when Adam Toledo was murdered. We came in when Micaiah Bryant was murdered. Um, and what we tried to do as as well as we possibly could was provide resources for folks to continue staying engaged. Um, we even tried to raise awareness on the issue happening in um, the issues and the violence and the terrorism happening in Gaza um, and Palestine, uh, even though we were not and still are not fully informed on, on how that conflict is, is pursuing and how that violence is pursuing. Um, but definitely wanted to, you know, on our page, we seek to what, speak out against anti-blackness, uh, anti-Semitism, uh, Jesus, like the, the issues that affect our hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the issues that affect our hearts are the issues of the disenfranchised people that live in the world, right? Mm-hmm. And we said that on our, play, our page from Jump, but what we cannot do is speak on every issue immediately. Mm-hmm. We can't do it. We don't have the capacity to do it. We don't necessarily have the immediate ed- education to do it. And also we're two black women who work in advocacy full time on a day-to-day basis. And that's not even our actual career, mm-hmm. right? Um, so we, mo- we try to move at the speed of trust and the speed of trust moves at the, the speed of education and, and, and information, right? Um, 
And so as we are continuing to learn how to occupy this space, we ask for grace. And we ask you guys to honor the fact that we cannot speak on every single issue at once. Mm-hmm. And not even that we can't speak on every issue at once. We can't be expected to speak on every issue, I think is also something mm-hmm. that needs to be noted because there is so much out there that yes, we can definitely educate ourselves and should be educating ourselves. Um, but sometimes we're just not the, the people that you need to be coming to to get that education and to get that information. If we are your news source, that's an issue. You know, if, if we are the first people that, that you come to, we're happy to, to be there and to provide that information. But we also want you to know that, like Michaela said, we are two black women who are trying and learning each and every day. Um, so we're just out here trying to encourage and, and spread um, truthful information and helpful information, but know that there's always going to be experts out there who have a better understanding. And so we're going to yeah. try to, to cover it. But if we don't, that is probably because we're, we're saying we just need to take a step back because we aren't the people that need to be speaking on this because there are people who are more equipped um, and more, yeah, just prepared to speak on those topics. And we want to give them the space to be heard because we don't always have to be the ones that are letting our voices be the ones that are the first voices that you hear because there's other people out there that you should also be listening to and be learning from. And um, we want to give space for them as well. So we'll be pointing them. We'll also be pointing you to those resources. Um, but just wanted to put it out there that if we miss something, it's not because we don't care about it. We definitely, if there's any injustice, um, just injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. And we believe that. So just wanted to put that out there as well as we transition and move into this new season where I'm sure there will be other issues that arise in our country and outside of our country as well, so. Yeah, and just following up on that, there is something else that I think is pressing on my heart. We will not cancel us, right? And when I say that, first of all, it's a book, about 60 pages by Adrienne Marie Brown. Go ahead, get her on the interwebs, find yourself a small locally owned indigenous black or uh, you know, Asian-owned bookstore to purchase that book. It's like eight bucks. Once again, We Will Not Cancel Us by Adrian Marie Brown. You could probably even go to her Instagram page and find a link to purchase it directly from her. Um, on this page, we do not seek to cancel anybody. But particularly, we definitely don't seek to cancel disenfranchised bodies. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, this is a podcast that talks about blackness activism and how it intersects with the bachelor and we want our audience to know that we have no interest in canceling anyone anybody accountability is different right um but particularly for disenfranchised black indigenous asian trans queer disabled bodies We will not be canceling us here on this platform. And so if that's what you're looking to get out of us, um, we may not be the page for you and that is okay. You're still welcomed in this community. You are still loved in this community. Your perspective, your questions, your discussion points um, are still welcomed here unless they're violent because otherwise girl, you go to the left, to the left. 
um, be sent out like whoever Beyonce was sending out in Irreplaceable. And that's okay, right? Mm -hmm. We um, in this community are seeking to pour in and pour out simultaneously, but we're not looking to cancel people here. That's just not what we do. Uh, We're here to start conversation. And it just so happens that The Bachelor is a part of this conversation still somehow. I don't know. I don't know how she's still here. Right. Um, But she's how we got started. Yeah. You know, and we say Blackness and activism are intersections for for our talking points because Tori and I are Black women and we work in advocacy spaces. That's, That's just the gospel truth and we're doing this work until we free us the reason we're still watching this show is because people of color and disenfranchised bodies are still engaging with this show and so we feel like our perspective is is valuable just like the blatulorettes and and two uh black girls one rose and you know, the list goes on. It's not just us, even black bachelor days who are thriving over on the clubhouse space um we are in this space because we feel our perspective is necessary in a largely, you know, white held space here in the United States of the Americas and all over the world. Um, So I just wanted to clarify, we are not in the spirit of canceling anyone. We're in the spirit of educating, informing, asking questions that we might not even have the answers to and then also raising awareness about issues that are close to our hearts mm-hmm. and issues that we that aren't necessarily close to our hearts but are close mm-hmm. to our community's hearts and, and learning about them so that people can actually engage with making the world a better place a more equitable and just place a, a place that is more anti-racist um, and a place that is sought on liberation, right? Because liberation is for everybody and disenfranchised people have the least access to it. So we're kind of hoping our little corner on the podcast web is a place or, you know, like a, a little door for folks to get their elbows into what it means to access liberation for everybody. And that's that on that. Yes. All right. We're here. Um, I guess I guess the thing to do um, is to go through these bios. So that's what we're going to do for y'all. But who's our we new bachelorette? Not... Okay, well, yes. Our new bachelorette is Katie. What's her last name? Dang, how Thurston. are we going? <laughs> Thurston, right? You don't want to see what the buzz is all about with Katie Thurston. You don't even know her name. Wait, do we, are we supposed to read her bio too? Mm. We saw her. We already watched her. We know Katie. We don't, do we have a, do we have a bio for Katie? Thurston? I don't know. Listen, Katie, we saw Katie. Y'all know Katie. We saw her on a uh, Matt season. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like. Do we have opinions on Katie? Do we have any immediate thoughts other than the fact that her promo is giving me very much student-run theater. To be honest. A like, local community college. They cut yeah. out some construction paper hearts and got her a couple outfits from the Forever 21 or maybe Fashion Nova to shoot yeah. her promo shoots in. Okay, well, I mean, that's the, that's the tea about the promo shoots. To be honest, I haven't... When I say I have been taking a break from this podcast, I mean, I have been taking a break. And have I seen the promos? Not really. Um mm-hmm. So, but what I do think is that we have two batch, 
bachelorettes this season like this there will be two there will be katie and then there will be michelle i mean not this season but like they chose two and like there will be two before we get another season of the bachelor why do you think they chose two well because they knew that they couldn't just choose a white person <laughs> so they had to actually choose someone else <laughs> because they knew that they were gonna be in trouble again they're already in trouble but they knew they were going to be in more trouble if they just chose another white person so they chose Michelle. but but what i think what what from what i've been hearing about people talking about the promos even though i haven't really seen them is that we're going to have another Tasha claire season where the budget is not about to be cute like i think that because they chose two they're not trying to give them both a full budget um so i think that we're going to see a little bit of ratchet bachelorette um, like we saw on Tasha's season. Like, and I mean, Tasha is in love. So like it worked out for her. So like, great. But like the carnival on Tasha's season versus the carnival on Matt's season. Hmm. Let's talk about Yeah, that. that's true. Lakeinta versus Nima Colon. Like there yeah. was, a, it was a hefty difference. But right. I will say, this is my thing, right? I can tell that they're skimping on Katie Thurston's season. I wonder if it's because they're not taking Katie Thurston seriously. And they're instead trying to appeal to their main demographic with Katie Thurston as the choice, which would be confusing because Katie Thurston doesn't appeal to their main demographic in the right. first place. You know, right. we've got our our Midwest, mm -hmm. upper to middle class, Christian assimilating moms as the main, I right. believe, demographic of The Bachelor. And Katie Thurston is out here washing her face with dildos and vibrators. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and is, you know, a TikTok queen. And so I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, if it's ABC even knows what they're doing, but she she does give that theme of, you know, um, you know, women empower women, women love on women, mm -hmm. women, you know, stand she's with like, women. Like Katie, she I gives think us she's like Yeah, she's the cool, she's like the cool version of what the the de demographic that you spoke of like wishes that they could be but they don't but they aren't they're like she's like fun lena if lena i had done them yeah they're like if i wasn't a mom if i didn't have this big house in the suburbs if i didn't get married young and like you know live my life out here and like then I would be Katie and I would have such a fun life. Like, I feel like maybe that's right. That's what they're trying to like aim for. Um, just like this false reality that people maybe that demographic maybe missed out on and wishes that they didn't um, or like are too embarrassed to admit that they ever wanted that to be a part of themselves. Um, so yeah, so that's Katie. <laughs> And this is not us. Okay, let me go ahead and say I'm not shitting on Katie because no, I don't know. I don't know Katie. I'm yeah. confused about Katie. You know, yeah. I don't. I, I, was, like, I felt a lot of. Yeah, I felt a lot of white saviorship vibes from her during mm -hmm. the season, where it was yeah. just like, I'm going to come in and I'm going to tell all of these women this is how you're supposed to behave, and I don't like that. I do not mm -hmm. like respectability politics. I do not think it is healthy. I understand that white feminism can be very violent against mm -hmm. folks of color. And I think it was super violent against women of color on Matt James's season specifically. And I think a lot of that came from the storyline they gave to Katie Thurston. Mm -hmm. Not that she was 
pushing that forward herself, but it was how the production moved it forward. So when they announced, well, I guess when we knew that Katie was going to be the bachelorette and then they went mm-hmm. back on it, I was just like, that's because there's, there's a rift here. There's something yeah. that is off. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then they chose her anyways. And they were like, well, we, we recognize this isn't our ultimate choice. Um, not because she is unworthy of being the bachelorette, but because she's not necessarily how our franchise needs to move forward. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see Katie's season. I'm super stoked that Tasha and Caitlin Bristow right. are, are the, yeah. the co co-mentors I guess not oh, co-hosts them? okay co-mentors they're not yeah they're not calling themselves co-hosts they're co-mentors okay um, I'm looking yeah I'm, I'm looking forward for to seeing what the the buzz is about because I do think Katie she's funny she's mm. she's cute you know yeah she she, she tries think, to keep it real as real yeah. as she knows how she's yeah she seems to be like fairly genuine whether or not you you vibe with that like with how mm-hmm. Her, the way that she is genuine is a different conversation, but uh, yeah, she seems to be fairly genuine and like open. Um, and I think that she probably does genuinely want to find love. Mm-hmm. So we shall see. And I am excited for Tasha and Caitlin to be back on our screens, tag teaming this. I'm really excited to see how that plays out because especially how Katie was disrespectfully you know exiled from Matt James's season like that yeah. that wasn't cute sending her on a date with Matt James's best friend essentially yeah, that was like I feel like I blocked her out of my memory yeah because that was yeah yeah Katie deserves more she did she does she did. and so I I I will say with white saviorship and shit aside, women supporting women, that white feminism vibe aside, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm excited to see what this season brings us, and and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the fun, you know, that that Katie will bring to what's left of this franchise. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if we were gonna choose a white woman from Matt, a white woman from Matt season. <laughs> Who else will be true? Right, I'm like, I think that she, I could, I could watch her each week, I guess. Some of the other ones I, I could. Know that I, that I would be, I might have to take some deep breaths each, oh, each no. week if that was the case. I'm not going to lie. I've been seeing Rachel K. What, 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 I can't, I'm not going to pronounce her last name correctly. No. Uh, but the one that's back with that, I, I'm assuming they're back together, but I've I'm seen like, her hanging out with uh, the homies out in New York and I'm just like oh yeah we can't get you? It. we can't get we it. can't no we can't We're, we have listen one because it's late and I'm tired <laughs> and, two, <laughs> and two that the whole Rachel and Matt being back together we can we can't we get into that right maybe now. she grew up maybe she has expanded yeah. her community sure and she's learning from yeah absolutely and We'll discuss that in a different on way. another day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so these bios. Yeah, let's get into that. Who are we starting with, girl? I don't know. Okay, so let's just start with Greg since he's here. Okay. On this. Um, okay. Here's the thing, Michaela and I have not read any of these prior. Not um, one. So these are our 
raw and uncut reactions to these She is uncircumcised, baby. Okay, she went there. So, okay, they say Greg's the full package. He's handsome. I mean, okay, sure. I think that that's subjective. Um, I don't know... Yeah. Why would you disrespect Greg so immediately? I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying he's not handsome. I'm just saying for that to be the first thing in your bio, like they're just trying to like one of his homies wrote this. No. You think Greg wrote this one? I think ABC wrote this. Oh, okay. All right. Let's get into it. So Greg is the full package. He's handsome, kind vulnerable and serious about wanting to settle down. Greg considers himself a hopeless romantic and a perfect first date would be something active like riding bikes, dancing or going to a concert, which doesn't exist here in this pontification. I added that one in. Greg wants to travel the world with his wife before having kids. Oh shit. Of which he says he wants to have at least six. Mm, Yeah, that's a lot. Greg is also extremely close to his family. Are you one of 11? He's already giving me Nick Vial vibes. And says his parents set his definition of hashtag. There's a hashtag in his bio, and I rebuke that in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Romance goals. Thanks to their love, the standards for what a successful marriage looks like are sky high. Greg wants to find someone he can grow old with and treat like a queen oh no why is everyone using this king and queen shit these days so the bachelorette may just be swept off her feet uh-uh hmm. he gonna make it to talk to and i'm already upset he, about it yeah greg is not afraid to admit that he cries during movies here's the thing we have to get over like it's not like we've, we've moved past the point where like men crying in front of us is impressive like at this point, we're in 2021 and we expect you to be in touch with your emotions. So like, don't tell me that you cried a movie because everyone should have cried it up, okay? He's also from New Jersey and that is enough for me to send you home on night one, but I think it's enough for Katie to keep him around mm-hmm. until until the, I, I'm giving him top two. Yeah, um, immediately can... offer it. Okay, all right. Um. Okay, that's, I feel fine with that. Let's, uh, let's move on. Let's move on to our next, next pal, John. John, seven mm-hmm. from Pacific Beach, California. Did not know that was a thing. Me either, actually. And I'm here. Where that at? Yeah, I don't, I think Pacific, it's just, interesting okay anyway so john is from pacific beach he's a bartender he is smiling a lot in his photo mm-hmm. so he must be a happy guy um, he has john, no lips listen i was t- i said when they talked about greg being handsome i said that's subjective and you said how would you come for this man and then we get to john and you say he has no lips and i said oh, listen that's i was upset. <laughs> I don't think that if you ask John if he had lips, he would say no. I feel like John needs to know. And John, if you're listening to this, it's okay. Botox is not be- like beyond you. Like you could, 
Tasha gets it too. She gets the little lip fillers. They're very affordable these days. I've thought about getting lip fillers and I'm already luscious. Okay. No, maybe he likes his little lips and we'll just let him live in that. Um, I look forward to seeing how he kisses, but okay. You, I feel like you're judging him and you have not given him a chance. He might, he, he could be the best kisser with them little lips. He might have some tricks. Um, John is a thrill seeker and here at the bachelorette thrill he will find <laughs> i was like where is this sentence going <laughs> <laughs> that's not a sentence right i said what um between getting his pilot's license surfing the san diego breaks going to edm shows and jumping out of planes okay they said he's a thrill seeker and they gave us the thrills um john is all because none of those things i have done no, not one um john is all but i have never claimed myself to be a thrill seeker I'm a chill seeker. Um, John is always finding ways to get his adrenaline pumping, but John is also a romantic and would love to find a woman to share a burrito with. That is a, that is an interesting choice to share a burrito with while watching the daily sunset over the San Diego coastline. He's looking for someone genuine, honest, and willing to challenge him to be a better version of himself. John loves when a woman is confident in her natural beauty and says that nothing turns him on more than a woman who pursues her passions every day. He has very little tolerance for anyone being unfaithful or dishonest and, oops, excuse me, and says that one major deal breaker is when someone treats another disrespectfully. Sounds mm. like he and the Bachelorette may have a lot in common. Uh-oh, okay, so I feel like there's a storyline here. There's something to work with. He's yeah. also a vegetarian. He likes mm-hmm. the smell of fireplaces. And if you've never heard of a kiwi berry, he wants you to Google them and eat one immediately. And that dancing is so much fun. I feel like there's a lot to work with here. Everything except for his mouth. I'm going to need you to stop talking about this man now. I just, if he doesn't give me a little EDM, like, you know, that that SpongeBob, like. Watch him come dance. on the show and just be like so sexy. And you're going to be like, wow. The I'm going to be thirsting over John yeah. so aggressively. Yeah, you are. You're right. You're right. You are. So what are what are our thoughts on John? My final thoughts are there's going to be a storyline there. He's going to be a lot of fun. He's not. He's going to stick around to like mid-season vibes. You think? I think he might go home early. Like he oh, could okay. Be one guy, I think maybe. But damn, night one. He about to go home on Monday. He could. I mean, somebody has to. You're right. (laughs) Several people have to, and he could be be one of them. So, Aaron, insurance agent, San Diego, California. Mm. Are all of these pictures awful? And is everybody ethnically ambiguous? Uh, Huh. It's I mean, easy to see that Aaron is a strapping young man. That's what we're leading with. But don't be fooled. There is much more to this California stud than meets the eye. Get the fuck out of here. No. Yeah, they, they love to tell us when to think someone's attractive. I don't like that. There's um, no way. Like, I feel like that first sentence is disrespectful to Aaron. Don't make him sound so, like, arrogant yeah. and above and high and mighty. Don't make him sound like that. He looks like he could be a nice guy. Right. Mm. they yeah they, they know he, what serves, he lifts weight 
He was an NCAA swimmer in college. Girl, me too. I wasn't. I almost drowned in Venice Beach today. Sorry, I'm like, you were not. Um, <laughs> thoughtful and sensitive, very ambitious. Five years time, he hopes to own his own business and work for himself. Okay, five years time. Does he want to own his own insurance business and work oh. for himself? Or does he want to own his own Instagram business and work for himself? Okay, there it could it could be both, you know. Both and okay, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, looking for a woman down to earth, smart, funny, doesn't take yourself too seriously. Great. Uh, Aaron plans to leave a legacy behind, so he needs a partner who is going to support him and encourage his dreams. His one flaw. Aaron says he can be a procrastinator, but now he's done wasting time and is ready to find his wife. Yeah, Katie's not the one for you, baby. Yeah. Katie's not the one for you. You need a partner who's going to support him and encourage his dreams. You want somebody that's going to sit at home and be your Instagram trophy wife. And that's not Katie Thurston. It's not. Yeah, but I also think that there's room for like I would say the same thing for like I would I want a partner who's going to support me encourage my dreams I don't think that that means that I need them to be waiting at home doting on my hand and foot I just want them to say go ahead babe achieve your dreams I support you <laughs> you know I don't like, think I don't think when a man says that it's the same though we'll see yeah I guess we'll see I call him for night one to go home mm-hmm I don't think so. I think he looks too similar to Matt James and she's going to be like into him. He looks similar to Matt James. What? Uh, don't confuse the white people listening to this. No, I think he he gives me a little Matt James vibes. He gives me vague Dale Moss vibes. If that. If that. You think? vague i mean it's very vague it's very vague matt james vibes too but like i'm talking i think that they chose party city dressed as a burrito vibes right but i think that they chose him and probably other people because he was obviously into matt james (laughs) you know you think they looked for ethnically ambiguous human beings on purpose ew absolutely I mean, I not that Matt James is ethnically ambiguous by any means, but yeah. Once you find out, you do, you look at his face and you're like, mm, okay. Yeah. Except for with that beard. With that beard, he's, right. just, a, he's just a nigga. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, Aaron, I'm, I, I guess, interested and excited to see what happens with you. I feel like I haven't, I have yet to see a guy who I'm like, wow. Can't wait to see what happens with them. Oh, I hate all of them so far. <laughs> yeah. Andrew M. Next. Uh, I don't think I like him. <laughs> He's a district attorney, so I'm already ready to beat his ass. Yeah, I don't think I like... It's just like the suit the suit jacket and the. it's like the guys that I usually am annoyed with at the bar. Um. Andrew guys are also so far apart. Wow, this episode is bringing out the shallow in me. Super <laughs> tired. Um, Andrew M is a deputy district attorney who loves his job, but his identity goes far behind what he does from eight to five. He spe- they specifically said eight to five because he said I work the extra hour. Um, yeah. 
When he's not in the courtroom, you can find Andrew M. coaching youth water polo or building bonfires on the beach. Okay. Now he just needs someone to snuggle up with by that fire. Andrew wow. M. is looking for a woman who is open-minded and adaptable, ex exudes positive energy, but also has a fun side and great sense of humor because, fun fact, Andrew M. loves to play pranks. Andrew M's life is all about adventure and he's here because what greater adventures is there than searching for true love? I feel like I read that like I was doing a voiceover for like Barbie or something and I was kind of into it. Um, but I don't really feel any type of way about him. He can go home night one. He can go home night one. He has to go home night one. He Keyboard on the stage when he graduated I from college. just read that at the same time. Yeah, he's got to go. He's got to go night one. Not T-Bone. He to sample men's... He's going to do something weird. He's going to have a weird fucking entrance and he's going to have to go night one. He has to. I don't like him. I don't trust district attorneys right now just because I have a very, very, very specifically weird relationship with justice systems or injustice systems like I just finished teaching a course at Columbia Law School about reimagining justice through abolition so I just don't like him I don't like yeah. him I recognize that it's a prejudice and he has to go home night one otherwise Katie I don't trust you yeah Andrew M I'm sorry you have got to go my friend next Andrew S let's see if he can redeem this name I'm feeling Andrew S so far like like a warm, inviting smile, turtleneck. He's 26, a pro football play player. About turtlenecks. Vienna, oh. Austria. Do we have an accent? Yeah. I'm, I'm confused. I want to know. Let's see. Okay. Andrew S. is truly a man of the world. He spends half the year living in Vienna, Austria, where he plays professional football, and the other half in Chicago, where he works as a football coach and a teacher's assistant. Okay, so there's a lie here. This nigga is from Chicago. So he's from Chicago, but he lives in, he's decided it would be more exciting to put Vienna in there because he lives there. Do, do you think he's going to come in with a fake accent? Because oh, if God. he does, and he actually oh. lives on like South 75th, like I'm going to be mad. No, I, I think that, I think that he will come in normal with his Chicago voice and it will be and it'll just be a cool thing that he also lives in Austria and plays football there um so okay. is it football football or is it soccer football which one is it I think it's football football because if it was soccer football I think it would be with a U oh okay it's only American football is like foot the actual Body I didn't even know they had football over there in Austria. I mean, so go off. Me either, but what did I do? I know anything about Austria? Also, no, not a damn um, thing. Andrew S says living in Europe has given him an updated outlook on life where people work to live instead of live to work. Okay, um, he is not afraid to make a grand romantic gesture. That's like I think that's a clue. I think we will get a grand romantic gesture in the, in his entrance. Yeah. And says that when the moment calls for it, he has no problem driving for hours just to hand delivered lunch and fresh flowers to that special woman. Ooh, okay, hold please. Do we think he's going to be one of those dudes that shows up at Katie's door in the middle of the night? Oh, he he could be. He he also seems like such a softy, and I feel like he's just gonna get his heart broken. He seems like oh. he will like fall in love with her on night one, and he'll she'll be like, "Thank you for your time." <laughs> Like, I don't, I actually don't oh. think he's going to go home night one, but I think that he will probably start to fall for her very quickly. And 
she will probably I feel that he seems like one of the guys it feels very uh like you know one of the guys who's just so nice and kind and perfect but for some reason women we don't like that we'll probably play him I will say it does say that he has a great sense of humor and one of his favorite party tricks is imitating accents from around the globe so So he he gets out of that car with an accent I'll fight him he might but he might do it I feel like if he does it it would be a joke like he'd be like nah nah I'm just yeah I'm from Chicago like I just live out there blah 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 that would kind Um, of be cute and he's also very close with his 96 year old grandmother who I'm assuming is like the neighborhood granny like my grandma is the neighborhood granny you know what I'm saying everybody comes to her house and says you know hey what's up miss whatever her name is yeah okay I like Andrew S I I like I think he's my favorite so far um he is he is younger than Katie though so that is significantly so yeah so okay Uh, all right so moving right along then Hmm. Uh, Austin, wait, 25. Okay, I used to live there. Go off. Mission Viejo, California. A real right. estate investor at the age of 25? Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Not only does he work out at least six days a week, but in 2020 alone, he flipped 20 properties and says that in 2021, his goal is to flip over 100. Why? So How are you going very, to do that? He's very lazy man, doesn't really do much, you know. He he been filming. He been filming <laughs> for like all of these months. And he about to flip a hundred properties in the last six months of this year. Bullshit. I would like to see it. Listen, don't doubt this man. He's he's I'm ambitious. doubting him right now. Um, let's see. He oh, I just said he's ambitious. And I said, and then it says he believes that ambition is the most important trait that his partner can have. And says that doing life together means driving each other to be better. Okay. He's he's a very, he seems like he might be a little intense, but maybe it's good. Uh, his weakness with a woman is a great smile. Oh. Okay. Pretty. I would love to find someone he can get dressed up for and enjoy a night out on the town with. Well, Austin has dated many women. That's going to be a problem. Oh, this That's going to come up. This last That's going to come up. He says that he hasn't found a relationship serious enough for him to consider marriage, oh, but he is hoping to comes. change that. Come on, come on, Matt James 2.0. No. He is truly searching for oh, the Beyonce to his Jay Z and has no intention of compromising. Not that. I don't like people compare themselves to Beyonce and Jay-Z when they're clearly not Beyonce and Jay-Z. Austin, you are on the wrong show, baby. You look like a member from B5 and it's just not going to work out for you. He could have picked any other celebrity and I would have been like, okay. But like to go for like the top tier. Everyone goes for the top tier. I'm, mm, First of all, I'm like not, Beyonce and Jay Z. Like that's not even who you should be gunning for because who got his ass beat by Solange in the elevator for cheating on Beyonce in the first place? Right, but still, I'm I'm I think very highly of myself, and I will never compare myself to Beyonce. <laughs> that's also so, fair. I'm I like, surely he either. must really think something of himself if he's out here comparing himself to. Jay-Z like I think I think he's more comparing himself to like the business mind of Jay-Z and I'm like no 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 listen 
No. It's just he is giving me knockoff Corbin Blue from High School Musical One. She said High School Musical One, like he's not in the other ones. Well, I'm saying specifically, he is reminding me of the mm. great value version of what Corbin okay. Blue looks like in the first High School Musical. Okay. Um, don't don't play me like I'm not the number one High School Musical fr- fan. Don't do that. Oh, she's at High School Musical One. AKA High School Musical Musical. 1 came out January 20th, 2006, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't do that to me. What'd you say, January 2006? January 20th, 2006. I don't think it was. Yes, it was. Oh, wait, yeah, because. I know it was. I'm trying to think of what. uh... I'm the number one High School Musical fan there is. The only thing that I don't watch is the new High School Musical, the musical, the series. Okay, I had to think of like when I started high school because I was like, I know I was not in high school when it came out. Um, oh boy. So let's let's go on to Brandon. Um, this photo. Brandon, is this is not a good photo and we've got is this to a do wig? something with that hair, my friend. Is he wearing a wig? We have got to do something with that hair. Um, what, what country was that? Um, I Victoria? feel... Accents are not on my special skills. <laughs> Brandon is 26. He is an auto parts manager from Queens, New York. Actually, I kind of vibe with this. 26, auto parts manager from Queens. I, yeah, I when, like I, that. when I see that, it, it makes sense. But just in terms of the Bachelor Nation world, just seeing this photo is like, whoa, what, what's happening here? All of these photos, I feel like, are disrespectful to the men, and there's no way yeah. they actually look like this, because yeah. it's bad. It's bad right. so far. I feel like, what's his name? Brandon could come in. He could be fine. We don't know. Brandon, I think, is going to come in, be fine, and is going to have an accent from Queens. Wait, currently, I skipped the sentence, but um, currently, speaking of accents, languages are a big interest of his. He's fluent in Japanese and Spanish and working on expanding his Korean vocabulary. Wait, we love that. I love, okay, I'm not going to say I speak a lot of Japanese, but like just a little bit. I do. I do. As a woman who has a boyfriend who is Japanese and Black, I think that's hot. Yeah. And also, Max just recently got introduced to Duolingo and his Spanish is on point right now. Right. I know. I really was going to like take the pandemic and and get better at Japanese again. And I did not. Um, but I still remember a couple of things. Uh, Brandon needs a woman who understands the importance of putting in effort. He's looking for an equal partner in life and says he could never be with anyone who would issue him an ultimatum. Okay. Mm-hmm. I- Mm, I feel like that's a that's a that's that's a that's something that we should pay attention. Yeah, um, of a romantic gift is a home cooked meal or a handwritten letter. Yeah. Okay, Brandon. It's what? Oh, for Brandon, it's the experiences in life and not the material things that matter most. Okay. Brandon hates overpriced restaurants loves Japanese and Korean R&B. There's information here. Listen, that I, I saw that and I read it as barbecue. I need you to log off right now. I said you no. also love Japanese and Korean barbecue. So <laughs> this, this man Wait, likes K-pop. He likes J-pop and he likes K-pop. 
but it's not even pop. It's it's R and B. I said not even now. me not knowing that that there was Japanese and Korean R and B. Um, it's K pop. No, it is. BTS is is Korean R and B. I won't. No, yes, it's, not. it's not. Listen, Brandon, they're just be hitting them pops and locks, and then be like, "Can you, Brandon? Brandon?" And then they be rapping. Brandon, go no. ahead, clarify. Brandon, clarify. can you slide into our DMs and send us some some um, Japanese and Korean R and B artists? Yeah, send it to us. Send it to us so that um, I know that I'm right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <sighs> yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not convinced. I can't even tell time. where Brandon's going to end up because this photo is just really knocking me off kilter. Yeah. And that's, that's rude. Because yeah. I feel like I, Brandon seems, is fine. He seems than very me. interesting and I hope that he makes it past night one. Me too. By this photo, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not looking okay. at this photo. So and from Brandon to Brandon, Brandon. Ugh, a firefighter he... trainee. Yeah, I don't like this photo either. I feel like I wouldn't if I. I just don't like him looking at me like that. Um. Okay, let's see. Brandon, <sighs> the type of guy who always enjoys life to the fullest. Does Gross. Brandon? He is Brandon. He is currently in the process of becoming a full-time firefighter. Brendan takes a lot of pride over this goal and is excited to make a positive difference in, in his community. When while Brendan, I'm I'm bored. I I think he he can go. I home. don't like him. I don't. I'm sorry, Brendan. Like We're not trying he to likes, play you, but you're boring. He likes to be clean and organized. Hopes to find a woman who feels the same. I feel like he's going to do something that pisses me off this season. They're going to try and make Katie look messy with him relation, like relationally, that he's a straight shooter and they're going to get on well and then they're going to start butting heads. Mm-hmm. It just has to be the thing. I he just, doesn't yeah. like vegetables. Oh, this nigga dirty. Yeah, I don't think I like Brendan. I think I want to move on. He just makes me feel weird. I'm itching and I'm ready to move on to, I don't Christian. know that I'm ready to move on to Christian, but we have no choice. Christian is okay. 26. He's also, we, it's just everyone a real estate agent. I'm confused. Uh, uh-huh. Christian sees romance and everything. Does he see romance in his real estate? His parents have been married okay. since their early twenties. And Christian says that he dreams of finding a long lasting love like theirs. He spends a lot of time with his family and says that he wants women the woman he ends up with to love them just as much as he does, because in all honesty, they are a good time. What? No, I like oh, that. his family, his family. I thought he was saying want... he's a good time. Okay, okay, oh. I get it, I get it, I get it. No, okay. I, want, I want him to make it to hometowns and his yeah. family to come in being like, let's have a fucking party and get yeah. drunk together. That's what I want from Christian. Yeah, he seems like... He's looking for his best friend. He sold over $25 million worth of residential real estate properties and he's 26 years old. That's impressive. That is impressive. Go off, Christian. We are proud of you. Okay. Wow. We are. We're so proud of you, Christian. We're so proud of you that we're just going to move right along because if we talk about you anymore, your head's going to get... We're going to jinx it and we don't want your head to get too big. So Cody, it is. Cody, what the fuck is. is a zipper? What the fuck is a zipper sales manager? No, not that. He no. sells zippers, no. and he also has 
I don't. I can't find his lips. Where are they at? Handsome surfer with the six pack. Are you kidding me? He's a romantic gentleman at heart. Look, uh, he's also from Sandy. Did they get them his all favorite from the same show? Place? Listen, no, no, Tino Shade to Jersey Shore, but his favorite show is Jersey Shore. I'm sorry, you gonna just move right past the fact that he's a very proud Eagle Scout. Cody, Cody, Cody. Cody is not a good cook, but he swears he's a master on the guild. Do you wear the sandals, Cody? Do you wear oh, the Cody. Jesus 2Ks? It's not looking Cody. too good, my friend. Oh my God. Was, if I Cody wish... could live in any other time period, he want, he would be a cowboy in the wild, wild west with uh. Kevin Klein and Will Smith. No, Cody has I... to go night one. Yeah, Cody, you gotta go. I'm so sorry. I wish you the best in your life. But it's not, this is not it. This is not it. Connor B, you're up. Okay, so I I know we were talking about everybody being super ethnically ambiguous, but now it's just very white. And I'm saying, so good night, moon, over all of these boys. It is very very white. (gasps) Sorry, I keep singing. I'm just, I'm tired. Okay. Connor B, twenty nine, math teacher, Nashville, Tennessee. Okay, I I like that. We we like that. I'm getting my energy up again. Connor B is a lovable and quirky, charming eighth grade math teacher. Okay, cute. I kind of like that because like middle schoolers are hard uh, to work with. Like they're worse. I was the worst eighth grader in the world. Yeah, like I would literally run out of my choir class. Like me and my friends would literally run out. Like we would just be singing and then leave. Oh, I didn't do I didn't do that, but I was annoying and I always had my hand up. Yeah. I we eighth graders, okay. Connor B, you dealing with them eighth graders with a, a master's degree in medical physics and a resume that includes nuclear engineer as a job title. Of course. Uh, of course. Listen, Connor B. Okay, I'm feeling you. This is good. Um, I, I, like, I like the ones. It's the ones, it's the bios that are like, it's the Cody with the six pack. And the first sentence is, he's so handsome. And don't let his debonair smile. I can't. Because listen, I get to decide that, not your bio. And so That's I like true. the ones where it's like, oh, he's quirky and he's a man. And just give me the facts, please, because that's what I need right now. I don't need your opinions because I'm making opinions here. Thank you. This is, this is why. I'm intrigued by this notion that Connor B says his one major deal breaker is the woman who doesn't respect waiters because honestly, no tea, no shade, same. Um, I don't know why I said no tea, no shade. I just don't like anyone that's disrespectful to waiters. And I guess that's a very good point, yeah as a former waiter, but um, because there's no place for bullying in his life, sounds like he and Katie already have something major in common. I'm intrigued by this because there was obviously information within the last season that like Mm -hmm. was pulled out to siphon that like Katie was, though she was the one who was calling out bullying, wasn't exactly the one who was above bullying herself. Right. And so I'm, I'm intrigued to see what what kind of, you know, storyline they push forward with this one. Exactly. Yeah, it could. Hmm. I feel like he's going to stick around, Mr. Connor B, the teacher. Me too. Teacher. Yeah. I like Connor B and I hope he has a really country accent. 
Okay, from Nashville. Yeah, we'll see. I feel like I don't. I don't really believe anyone when they say they're from Nashville anymore. I'm like, but when? But where are you from? Like, where did you move to Nashville from? Because I <laughs> like don't think I've ever met Andrew S. Who says he's from yeah. Vienna, Austria, but actually yeah. is from Chicago. I'm like, I don't know that I've ever met anyone who was like born in Nashville. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. That's so um, next, Connor. Connor with one N. Connor C. Twenty-eight, Connor former C. baseball player with a big old forehead. You think he's Irish? Okay, he might be Irish. Connors. I don't know any Irish last names. Uh, I just okay. I see the one N and then I see the forehead and I'm just yeah. Thinking, he like, could be Irish. The little smile, the little smirk. Mm-hmm. Um, See, it's this. It's the first sentence. Is an athletic stud. Don't tell me that he is a stud. I will decide. Trust me. I, I'm capable of that. I will decide. Um, Midwestern heart of gold. Okay. Uh-oh. Which Uh-oh. means he's not from Costa Mesa. Yeah. What? It's what? just that he dreams of moving home to Oklahoma to build a life with his wife by his side. That's Katie's not for you, baby. Not Oklahoma, where the wind oh, down the where the, mm, 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 Yes, sing the song. Okay, um, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. You're supposed to do that. Go, it's okay. The door <laughs> creak. The yeah. Okay, Girl, so what not song a, is that? It's uh, in Oklahoma. Okay, go off. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Um, Victoria said, "What song is this? And who's the musical?" She said, "The door creaks." I said, "You do. It's in. It's the song. I'm gonna send it to you when we get off of here." I I fully believe you. It's just I. I mean, I truly don't know all the songs in Oklahoma whatsoever. But I'm just a girl who can't sing. Yes, that is what I know. The songs that all the other people know, but that the door creaks, baby. I thought you were singing some Phantom of the Opera or something. Um. Okay, he wants to go to uh, Oklahoma, and I think that that is enough for me to play. Connor, you have got to go. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if y'all. Oh from my gosh, Connor! Wait, wait, wait! Connor C. and Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. I don't know who that is, but Matthew yeah. McConaughey share birthday. Interesting. But all not. Right, all right. All right. <laughs> Growing up, Connor C loved his puka shell necklaces, which sounds like some shit out of Oklahoma. Um, and he liked that breakfast is, of all, burritos. Of all the facts to put in there, not that you loved your puka shell necklaces. He also has never left the country, so he's given me big time. Katie's going to be like. Yikes, you just are not cultured enough for me, my sweetheart. And there's going to be some conservative issues here, I think, maybe. I think that's definitely a possibility. All right, we got got some differences in men here now. Okay, so let's move on to the Nashville. You Um, think him and Connor C know each other? I mean, according according to Anna, like it's a like cities are really small. It's so, like everyone knows each other. We all run in the same circles. So like, yeah, they probably know each other. According, according also to Anna. in Nashville, Tennessee, like it can be pretty segregated. So I yeah, I guess we'll yeah, see. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's also 
I'm also like, maybe this is just the artist in me, but I'm like, there's people in Nashville who do things other than music and photography. Like, yeah. I'm just like, I'm but like, also, oh. as I get into his biography, I, and this is what aggravates me about whatever people are doing with those, their bios now. They're not saying where they're actually from. They're saying yeah. where they live now, right? Yeah. This nigga is from New York. He's first gen. He's born and raised by Jamaican parents, which I'm very excited about because that's going to be a very interesting storyline if they give him the time of day. Right. But he left New York to pursue um, career opportunities. opportunities. Yeah. That's interesting. In Nashville. It's so interesting. Career opportunities. I mean, I don't really know much about Nashville, like I said, other than music and photography. But um it's interesting that he would leave New York to go to Nashville for tech sales. Like, was That's that- actually a fair point. He's also extremely attracted to women who exude a quiet confidence, which just seems like, what, did you not, what, like, did he right. not watch? That's not season? Katie. Katie confidence loud, baby. Was he, was he hoping to be he on the show? this was Michelle, season? right. He said, oh, okay. He's, he said, wait. Um, yeah. Okay. What else? Mm. Hopes of my department. Sync is his favorite boy band. In Sync is his favorite boy, boy that, band. Okay. See, I couldn't get behind the puka shells, but it, I think that this is a very important fact. I think that's very is, important. You should this, volunteer that information. Right. I don't understand how he, raised by Jamaican parents, found found In right. Sync, but I'm glad that he did. Do you I think Katie well. will say bye 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 to him? I I think he could be like a night one guy and I will be sad because I feel like he's interesting and I would like to get to know him and he might be a night one. I'm with you. I'm with you. I like you, David. I think you're the most attractive one so far. I think so as well. Okay, David, let's move on. Who's next? Real 35 entrepreneur, he's gonna have to leave. I need him to get Gabriel out. Real is just another Bennett, I think. Mm-hmm. Wait, tell me why Gabriel doesn't understand the concept of athleisure and believes that people no. should respect no. elegant styles of the no. past. Oh, no. oh we, rebuke, we rebuke, we rebuke no. you, Gabriel. I don't think that Katie's gonna want to be dressing up in some heels every day, Gabriel. He's gonna have to go. His current passion project is finding his forever love. Boy, boy. Of the past. So what, does he think that women are out here just dressing like hoes every day? Like, we're not. Like, girl, if you don't let me walk out the house in my sweatpants and my sweatshirt. When was the last time I put on a bra? I don't know. I don't have one on right now. And you're not about to make me put one on. Okay. Listen. Oh. Oh, no wonder be- Sean Connery is his favorite James Bond because boys trying to live in 1952. Gabriel, Gabe, go, Gabriel, go. Okay, I promise that's the last musical reference in this episode. No, it's not. Why would you lie like that to our our homies? Why would you lie? Go, Gabriel. I'm ready to move on from Gabriel because yeah, he's going to be on. around for way too long and we're going to spend a lot of time Ooh. roasting his ass. Gabriel, get out there. All right. That's the last accent, too. I promise. And he's 35 and he yeah. looks 12. I want to beat him up. Okay. Garrett, Garrett. 29. Uh, 
Okay. Okay. Garrett looks like a software marketing manager. I like Garrett. Is he a redhead? I think he's he is. fun. Oh, this is exciting. We have a ginger. He could be fun. He could be a fun guy to have around. Yeah. Um, we don't get too many redheads on this show, so that's we don't. And then Salinas, California, like that's that's different. Salinas. Too. Why would you say that's it like that? Because it's like from the movie Selena, you know. You've never seen Selena. What? Of course I've seen Selena, like but that's not talking, I know, but it's like when they're talking there, it's the joke. I know. I know. I know. So that's I know exactly I what it is. What if but what is the line though? It's such a good line. I just saw it on, on Instagram or something the other day and it just always makes me laugh. Um, but that's why I said it, because it's the same thing. Garrett is a YOLO type of guy, but take note, he is very loyal and looking for a a wife. Actually, hey, Garrett, I like you. I want him top four. Okay. I want him top four. YOLO, but he's looking for his wife. Okay. He's mad loyal. He is going to be, he's going to ride for Katie. He's going to ride for Katie Thurston. And she's not going to choose him and we're going to be heartbroken. And then all of a sudden we're going to have a ginger bachelor and it's going to be a very big deal. Yes. Uh, I do need to say that. Mm -hmm. That. Mm -hmm. Oh gosh, I can't find it. What are you about to say? I'm so nervous. That's what it is. <laughs> the quote is anything for Salinas. That's oh my God. And, and it's literally note, spelled the exact same way. On that note, we are moving. <laughs> Anything for, anything for Salinas. <laughs> We're moving on to Hunter, who is 34. Hunter. Okay, Hunter's 34. And uh... software strategist from Houston, Texas. If I don't get these country accents, I'm, I'm rioting. Uh, I don't know how I feel about Hunter. Oh my God, he's a father of two amazing children until he what lives to make happy. We love a dad. I love dads. I yeah. I don't the, the our last dad that we had access to we did not love. Was, I don't, yeah, no, he was trash. He was trash. He was rough. He scares me. But this guy, I I, I don't, don't know. know that Katie is I, trying to be somebody's stepmom. I would be interested to see how that would play out for her because I feel like mm. she maybe is not trying to have kids like right away. Um, okay. but I could also see her figuring it out and trying to give him a chance and seeing if she is into they're it. Gonna, they're going to ride horses together and talk about his family life. Right. Yeah. Cause they're, he's never ridden a horse. So he's going to yeah, have to ride a horse on this. I like the parakeet named Zazu. Me too. I think that's fine. Okay. I will. I'm. I'm intrigued. Mid-season. Mid-season. Yeah. 
he could he could be another one who decides this isn't for me and I gotta go be with my kids you know oh I like that I like that that's that's a fun little like drama you know in the middle of the season yeah maybe that's yeah 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 I can I I I vibe with it I Jeff is a surgical skin salesman skin salesman in Jersey City of all places with the chin to rival all chins yes with the smile that is a chin if I've ever seen one okay his face been hit with so much Botox it's crazy I I I just can't get that is a that is a chin that Uh, is a chin and those are lips with Botox all over the place Jeff comes from a big, loving Italian family. And I'm not shitting on anybody that got Botox. Because honestly, girl, I'm thinking about it. Um, For real, for real. Like, if it works for you, I'm just saying it's not working for Jeff. Mm -hmm. Uh, I... Wait, wait. He still finds time every weekend to mow his parents' lawn. I don't know about that because one, nobody's lawn needs to be mowed every weekend. So it's true. No one's lawn. That's the first red flag. Not in New Jersey. Yeah, that's not in New Jersey. Why he lying? If that's the case, your parents ain't got no more grass because you done mowed it all. Coming back every weekend, they probably said, "Jeff, Jeff, stop coming back over here. We don't. We're we're tired of you eating our food." And you just keep showing back up to mow the lawn that doesn't need to be mowed anymore. That's what I'm. That's what I've learned from this. Mm. the artificial skin sales rep is so interesting to me and he's also what he does he uh, jeff is dealing with his clients both in and out of the operating i'm confused Mm -hmm. i'm confused um jeff calls himself an exceptional lover so here's hoping he doesn't show up and disappoint. He, what, what? I feel you so gotta confused. go. I feel so. Night. I have to move. I have to move on. I feel so. Night <laughs> one. Yeah, I think he can go because I just it hurts my brain to to read this bio and to think about it and figure out what it means. And yeah. so let's move on to Josh, twenty five, an IT consultant in Miami, Florida. Okay, getting a good turtleneck cute. moment. Yeah, he has a nice smile, nice brow. He can use an edge up. He can use an edge up, but sure. I understand we're in a pontification, so maybe he didn't have the time. Yeah, the the teeth are nice. Twenty five, IT consultant. Josh loves hard. Said says there's really no other way to put it. Okay, period. Um, humble, kind hearted, and goofy. I can see that. Hopeless, romantic very in touch with his emotions. Okay. He seems, um, he seems like the sweetheart. Uh, and he's also wearing the turtleneck. So it's giving me very, uh, Brendan from Tasha season vibes. Like, yeah, just, yeah. Just loves really hard. Um, but also might get a little scared. I he's only 25. You know? he's, he's a baby yeah. yeah he's a baby he's my age jesus christ 
Um, his amazing family for, but I'm a baby as far as I, I'm, I'm, I'm teeny tiny baby, small, small child. Um, no, with his no. amazing family for a night of barbecue and playing cards, that's his dream come true. Do you think he gonna teach Katie Thurston how to play spades? That's my question. Yeah, he could. He, mm, yeah, he could. I don't. Know. I want him. I don't. I want him to bring spades into the bachelor. The one bachelor red flag franchise. I see is the start celebrating Christmas in October. My guy, that's not. Why? Fly. Not gonna fly for me. Why? What? Yeah. You can't celebrate uh, Christmas until after November twenty sixth, Victoria. Uh, I prefer that but also like October is extremely like it don't even be that cold it'd be hot in October sometimes like in Chicago in Chicago or in New York it sometimes it'd be hot in October trust me I remember being like it's October why is it hot um yeah I just I'm just like a big fan of the second I see a Christmas tree go ahead put it out the second I can listen to Hark the Herald Angel Sings or um, Oh Holy Night by Celine Dion, go ahead and start blasting it. Yeah, I mean, we can listen to those whenever, honestly, throughout the year, but it's the, like, the, the, I mean, I guess, I guess the question is, what is his definition of celebrating? Is he putting up the decorations? Mm-hmm. Is it only mm-hmm. Christmas music? Is it like, we're already buying, get, like, it's just, it, that's, that's too much for me. But sure, listen, listen to listen to your music. Great. I'm with I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Um, we don't need the tree that early. Yeah, no, we don't need the tree that early. Um Justin, Justin? Uh-huh. 26. He was he was not ready for the photo. He said, wait. He wasn't. And, they okay, they just why they play him like that. Right. Justin, it's a, it's okay. We got well, you. He's from Baltimore. Baltimore. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, you're right. He's from Baltimore. Baltimore. Um, I wonder. I mean, if he's from there, he probably says it like that, right? I mean, you don't have to say Baltimore. If he if he don't say Baltimore, he's not from Baltimore. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, if he's from there, he's gonna say it like that. But he could. This could be another lie. We, they could be lying to us yet again. Yep. And he could also be from Salinas. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, uh, Justin is one hell of a catch. Let me tell you. I'm. Re- that's what it says. I didn't. I didn't say that myself. Victoria um, said, I know. He just, he's just one hell of no. No, Victoria this, didn't is, say that. this is the bio. This is the bio. Paul, handsome, has a great career in investment sales. And for the cherry on top, he's also an extremely talented partner. <laughs> I almost read that as partner. <laughs> he got me yawning over here. And that hurts my feelings because I would love to love him. But I don't. He's an extremely talented painter. Okay, comes from a loving family, credits his parents who have been happily married for over 30 years with providing him an excellent example. Okay, heard that in there. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? Wait a minute. What? How are you from Baltimore? You don't like to dance. How is your favorite artist of all time, Basquiat? And you want to be Black Panther and you don't like to dance? None of this makes sense. You're mm. broken. Something's amiss. Mm. No, something's off. We're going to have to unlock something. There's a trauma. There's a trauma internally 
And it, it might be the same trauma that I struggled with as a child where I, I have no rhythm and I was made fun of. He and he and could very well have no rhythm. Yeah. I, I think I think maybe that's it. Maybe that's because there's how are you from Baltimore and you don't like to dance? How do you like Basquiat and you don't like to dance? How do you like Black Panther and you listen to the whole Black Panther album, watch Chadwick Boseman give the performance of a lifetime with his life on the line and not like to dance? How, how, how? Explain it to me. He probably ain't got no rhythm and he's embarrassed. And that's okay. Um, There's space for that. I want to unpack that trauma this season. We got to normalize Black folks not knowing how to dance. Okay. I'm one of them. It's okay. Yeah. I, I. Can you're not dance. about to say that. You're not about to say that you don't know how to dance. No, I, I know how. To, I am a dancer, but like, thank you. If I'm in the club, like I'm, you my, don't know how to bust it open. Yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't bust it down. Like, right. Like, you can't be Meg with the knees, and that's yeah, okay. I don't, I don't have the Megan knees. The, the twerk is uh, just, just the. Uh, it twerk, the twerk needs some work if we're being honest um but that, that, enough about me let's <laughs> move on to knock off will smith knock off who will smith carl because no, he showed not yes he carl. do yes he oh, do God. yes he it's... do he he looked like the great value version brand of my daddy yeah it's it's this is Carl this is giving me the like, unfresh prince. This is the unfresh yeah, prince. Yeah, it's a very like cheesy. Oh, I'm West, sad. not Philadelphia, born and not raised. Yeah. On the playground is not where he spent most of his days. I am so sorry, Carl. I think I'm sure you are a nice gentleman. <laughs> I think you are probably so kind. Uh, that's it what says I, he's charismatic. I can't even talk. He's charismatic and he's confident. <laughs> and that's all that matters. I guess. Is that all that matters to Katie? Yes, I think so. Yes. Okay. Uh, with the kind of promotion they're giving her, it must be. Okay, Carl loves to play chess. No one's surprised. That's fun. Okay, who else liked to Ivan liked to play chess. Is he our new Ivan? Oh, he could be our new Ivan. Speaks both English and French. Was Fancy. Ivan bilingual? I think I Ivan don't. was bilingual. He could speak. He could speak Tagalog. I think. Okay, so then that's fine. She should be fun and spunky. It's it's the woman he's looking for. He's gonna take you jet skiing on a date and then read you a poem he wrote himself. Okay. Nothing is off the table for Carl with a K. For Carl, life is an adventure that always needs a little extra spice. So if Katie is ready to turn up the heat, then they are bound to hit it off. Let's get spicy, baby. Let's put some Frank's Red Hot on this. Um, New Year's Day is his favorite holiday because he loves the feeling of a fresh start. If you don't start your New Year's Day with Black Eyed Peas, Carl, then I will have questions. I have questions about that. News, mm. yeah, okay, all right, Carl. Thank you for your time. So, um, from Carl to Kyle, Carl to Kyle, the not everybody's TV face lopsided in here. Uh, Kyle, let's see, 
26, technical recruiter, definitely know what that means, um, from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Kyle is not afraid to admit that he is looking for that romantic comedy kind of love that lasts forever. Looking at your photo, I believe that. Hopeless romantic to his core, Kyle has only ever wanted to live a one woman kind of life. He is ready to settle down and start a family. He just needs to find the right woman to make that his reality. Kyle is looking for a woman who is intelligent, athletic, compassionate, and always down to try new things. She should love to travel, always be up for adventure. When someone who will make him laugh, here for the real deal, here for the right reasons. Looking I for the him. princess to his prince charming. Boo. Boo. Uh, Kyle, you were saying not great things, but not terrible things. But then that got me. That said, I don't think so. That got me moving right on to Landon. Okay, let's go. Period. Um, Landon. Landon looked funny. He looked like a funny Matthew McConaughey. I like Landon. This is off of first impressions. <laughs> I have not read anything in his bio. He's, very, he's a basketball coach. Yeah, he's very tan or maybe sunburned in this photo. He's from Dallas, Texas. So here, okay, Dallas. Uh, he's getting his master's college. degree in global business. Great ready for me he said finally ready for married and children landon what what finally you're 25 what is i was about to say i was like you ain't gotta rush finally you just got here here, baby you turned 21 and you said oh no time is running out um okay he is a strong lover with a very big heart and says his only major turn off is someone who doesn't mix well with his family Uh uh-oh okay Oh, he said he's realized there's a difference between having love from so- for someone and being in love. Yeah. And now he's ready to leave it all on the court for the chance okay. at something significant. Okay, Troy Bolton. <gasps> he's a proud and loyal believer. Okay. Oh my gosh, do you think he listened to the Freedom EP? He probably did. Butler's in San or Uno. Christmas lights make Landon very happy, which means he can get along with Carl. I wonder what his Uno rules are. Wait, no, no, I don't like this. Landon's nickname is Sunshine, which I think is... I've moved past that for a reason. It has to be a play on Sunshine from Remember the Titans. I, whoa, that would be... Why? Why? Why would you assume that? Basketball and football are two different sports. I know, but he's like happy, blonde hair long hair smiley guy sunshine sunshine i just want i just want to know what his uno rules are like can you can you stack different colors or not like let me know wait marcus i think i like marcus he's a cutie he is actually pretty cute he's giving me disney channel original movie why all these did katie specifically request for real katie trying to get a house like did she specifically request for real estate agents because there has honestly to be i do think she is trying i do think she's trying to get a house katie said i don't care whatever happens this season but i need to i need to have a good real estate agent marcus loves the los angeles lakers and i know he's absolutely heartbroken right now because they are out of the playoffs 
baby. Yeah, I knew that as well. <laughs> I like Marcus. He's a cutie. He's smart. Oh, he's mm-hmm. looking for someone who's smart, ambitious, and tidy. Um, I'm not convinced that Katie's tidy. Yeah. But it's an yeah. aggressive assumption, but she doesn't give Wait. me the vibes. <laughs> when describing himself as a lover, Marcus says he is, quotes, amazing. Oh. Marcus, oh. he said amazing. I like that Marcus fears a world where soap does not exist. This means not only does right. he use soap, but yeah. he uses a wash rag, and I bet he washes his legs. And his booty crack. <laughs> Which is vital, because not everybody be doing because that. Because not everybody does that. Y'all need to spread y'all cheeks and wash y'all booty crack. And it's okay. It's okay to spread the cheeks and move yes. on to Marty. Honestly, please, please do it. Okay, we're moving on. No. 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 Marty. Oh. Marty. No. What happened? Night one. Dancer. Night one. 25 Reno. Dancer from Reno, Nevada. Listen, uh-uh. I can't. No. I, I have been a lot of places in this country. Um, and I can confidently say Reno is one of my least favorite places I've ever been. Marty's self-declared tagline is Marty brings the party. Marty is giving me, Marty and uh, Kenny, I think will be great friends. Is Marty wearing contacts? And why is Marty wearing two chains? I think, I think we should probably move on because we're about to, we, we could really Marty gotta go man but I yeah. think Marty we're gonna Marty we're, you're night one either we love you or we leave you and we're gonna leave you we're gonna leave you baby Michael 36 looks like somebody's daddy he a business owner from Akron Ohio oh my god like I said he looked daddy. like somebody's daddy and he is a single dad he is somebody's daddy to an amazing four-year-old son James <sighs> Michael and That's James cute. Classic. The two of them are a package deal, and Michael wouldn't have it any other way. I like that. Okay. He, he seems like a nice dad. A witty woman a with a funny old. bone and a self-deprecating sense of humor is a huge turn-on for Michael, and he loves when a woman has a strong conviction and stands up against ignorance. Okay, Michael, okay. do we like you? I think I like him. I also love that it says makes a mean plate of dino nuggies. Yes, you do. And he writes 90s R&B and rap music. Oh, Michael. Michael, you are the homie. She might be a surprise. Michael, go ahead. Move to the top four. Move move on to the top four for me, baby. He's older, which we love. I think Katie will love. Yes. Okay, Michael can stick around for a bit. Uh, Mike, however, I would like to send home night one Mike with this big ass hill song cross of kind of looks neck. like gives me Peter Pilot Pete vibes. Mike looks like he goes to Hillsong LA. Is there a Hillsong in LA? Someone let us know. Probably. There probably is. If he doesn't go to Hillsong <laughs> LA, he goes to C3 LA. Actually, Mike, I'm scared of you. I'm yes. scared of you, Mike. And that he was well, like no, a major league baseball it's, player. It's the, this, this is when you know you can't trust someone. Mike does not like dessert. <laughs> and he occasionally describes himself as basic. 
he just is, he just he just woke up today and chose failure. He said, "I don't like desserts and I am basic. Please marry me." We Mike loves his life and is a hundred percent ready to share his life with the woman of his dreams. Is Katie that woman? Only time will tell. Already, already, it's a no. It's a no. Mike himself said no. Mike, not liking dessert is like the worst thing you could ever say. I think that's terrible. I've never once met a woman who's like, I don't like that. I mean, my mom doesn't really love sweet things, but she'll eat some dessert. I want to move on to Courtney with a Q. Oh, Courtney. Courtney with a Q. You Q Katuni with the two earrings. You nutrition entrepreneur. I'm sorry I'm saying your name like that, but I just have to say it one more time. I'm going to say Courtney all year Courtney, long. Courtney, Courtney, okay. Courtney is a cutie. Nice smile. He's got a nice jawline. Uh-oh, he's looking for a woman who is outgoing, ambitious, and like-minded when it comes to his religious beliefs, which are very was, important to him. I was going to say, we haven't had anyone say anything about religion, which is um, very different Mike than what with that big old cross around his neck just now. I know, but in their bios, like like for Matt's season, we had a lot of women talking about their religious beliefs. I love the, the Lord, John three sixteen. Mm-hmm. love your neighbor. He loves the Lord him. is my shepherd, I shall not want. He, he, which everyone's entitled to their own religious beliefs and no toward them. We're um, out here loving Jesus, talking mad shit. Yeah. Today, dreaming about having a family and says that the number one thing he's looking for is an amazing mother to his future children. Okay. And Courtney wants to leave behind a legacy, which to be fair for black folks, I think that's very important. Like mm-hmm. I can't I can't fault you on that. Yeah. He wants to build an empire. Go off. Be great. Yeah. Make an impact and fight for a chance at love, whatever it takes. Oh. Courtney loves to country line dance. Okay. Um okay. Okay. Maybe lock them doors and turn the lights down low. Courtney's idea of a perfect nightcap is a robust bonfire with s'mores, music, and dancing. Isn't a nightcap a drink? Yes. So none of those were drinks. So that's (laughs) that's questionable. Um, He, He wants to cap the night off with more than that, okay? Okay, great. I love that. Um... Thomas. Thomas. Also a nice jawline. Um, what is Thomas? What is Poway, California? What is, why? The real estate. Because Matt James is a real estate broker or was before he became an Instagram nft or I don't know. I know. There's so many real estate people. I'm like, this feels like I'm in New York, like on Hinge when everyone works in finance. Like that's what, that's what it I'm like reliving that nightmare. Um, Thomas is from Poway, Poway, something, California. True believer that everything happens for a reason and says the timing to meet Katie could not be more perfect for him. Thomas knows exactly what he's looking for. For him, it's all about substance and true companionship. His dream woman is beautiful, athletic, mature, ready to be his partner in life. Ambition and thoughtfulness are two major turn-ons. 
someone to stand by his side as he becomes more involved in his local community. Also have a healthy appetite. His love language is food. Um, okay, he loves to bring people food. Great. Um, he's There's a hashtag swoon at the end of his bio. Swoon. Okay. Okay, well... We'll and he see. used to wear Ed Hardy. Oh, who didn't? Didn't we all wear Ed Hardy? No, I definitely, I definitely did not. Uh, I don't think my parents could afford Ed Hardy, but I feel like it was something that I definitely strived towards. I don't know how I feel about Thomas. I think he could also be a night one. Bye-bye. Mm, but he looks vaguely ethnic. He has to stay a little longer. Mm. Uh, okay. So Trey. Trey. <laughs> he's kind of fresh. Oh my god, he's from Georgia. <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh, but he just like looks like uh <laughs> gives me Trey. Maverick City music vibes. <laughs> like just a know, cutie. It's so different um, because when we found out Rachel K was from Georgia, we were like, uh oh, and now yeah. that we see that Trey is from Georgia, we're like Oh my God, sweet tea. Yeah, you know? absolutely. It's very, it's very different. Um, different. Handsome catch with a huge heart. Once again, we have them telling us that someone's handsome. He comes from a very close family, describes himself as outgoing, kind-hearted, open-minded, looking for a strong, competent woman who, who's open to everything life has to offer. Um, big, loving family. Trey wants as many kids as possible. And that his wife can afford comfortably okay Whoa. okay all right okay then. willingness to be vulnerable is an absolute must promises to give vulnerability in return okay he loves the harmonica okay. he loves book club okay loves book club irrationally afraid of terrified of piranhas here's the thing i don't think that's irrational that's because not irrational at all. Piranhas can actually all, kill you and eat you alive. Piranhas can kill you. And do you know how long it took me to realize that piranhas were even real animals? Oh, well, that's... A long inspiring. time. I thought it was just a sci-fi thing. Oh, no. They are absolutely real. I'm so sorry for that harsh reality yeah. that you had to encounter. Um. Okay, well, I mean, ABC does have these two boxes here we know who the boxes are we know who they are <laughs> well at we least do. we know who one of them is um but we have not we have said that we would stay spoiler free so in the spirit of that we we'll won't get into that um yeah. and if you've been living under a rock like honestly i have been um then maybe you still don't know and we want to respect that and let this just be spoiler free and we will get to that when that happens we'll reveal these boxes um but that's what, what if the boxes are just caitlin and taisha right <laughs> they're not they're not exactly. we know who they are but still we do want to remain spoiler free and put some respect on our community's name because like that's how we move over here yeah. at the black Chillerettes page and if you want to know i'm sure you could girl Go Girl, on Instagram. Google is it's right there. there. It's, it's right there. It's not hard to find, but I know that there are people who, honestly, like myself, prior to having this podcast with Michaela, where I would watch the show Monday nights, and as soon as it would end, I did not think about The Bachelor again until the next Monday night. Like I, 
did not know that these communities communities existed online where people were talking about it and people were like invested. I did, I was not that person. I was just a consumer and then I would go about my life and then the next Monday I would sit and waste my life away for another two hours and then meet on with it. So for those people, if that's you, great. We don't expect you to. We don't expect you to spoil here. for yourself. Right. right. Be out here doing all this extra work that you don't have to do to cause mm-hmm. stress in your brain about the bachelor, about these people that you don't know. Yeah. Cause first of all, it's the bachelorette. And second of all, <laughs> it's 2021 and there's uh well, you know, it's the same show, yeah. but it's the bachelorette. We're over here dealing with so much here in mm-hmm. the United States of these Americas and the world in general. We're still living in a pontification and, um, Honestly, we have better things to be concerned about than these two mystery boxes. So if you really want to know, Google is right there. If you don't want to know, we didn't tell you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, Okay. Thank y'all for tuning in to this first official episode. What? Can you believe? We're back at it. Back better than... We're back. Remember, we're back. The better than is coming. It's coming. The better than is coming. It is about to be. It really is. Like, it really is about to be better than. Um, but we're back, and so thank you all for honestly, yeah, just being a part of rocking with us and and listening, and for being patient because we just don't know what we're doing. When I tell you, we are beginners at Patreon at. Discord. everything we're still beginners at this podcast thing but the thing about it is we're just doing it you know that's the whole thing about being a creative and being a creator is starting from where you are and that's what we're trying to do and we're glad that you're here with us absolutely we're grateful for you we want to remain accessible to you hit us up on you know ig hit us up on patreon on the discord if that's the tier that you're a part of like comment review subscribe send to your homie <laughs> let them know we're back we have so 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 much in store for y'all and um yeah we we're cannot excited. wait to see yeah we're super right. excited we cannot wait to see how this season unfolds because yes. we will be unfolding alongside it <laughs> we will be as well um yeah we're gonna build this whole thing together this whole patreon thing this whole new and improved podcast together so it's gonna be great so stick around you know or don't whatever you feel we're not trying to we're not trying to trap you so if you say this not for me it's fine um but we would love for you to stick around so that's it from us for this first episode and we will yeah check back in once the season starts uh that sounds exactly right till next time i mean remember on apple podcast it's super duper helpful for you to like comment review and subscribe send over to your friends give us a five-star rating if you're so willing because once again it just it kind of helps us with how we move We love y'all so much. We are so happy to be back. And until next time, deuces. Yeah.